Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. It is February 25th, 2020, and this is Travel Tips Tuesday. Uh, I'm very glad to uh, be with you all once again. Um, There's a lot going on in Disney news right now that if you've been on Facebook five minutes today, uh, really this afternoon or this evening, you've probably heard something about it. If you've turned on NPR on the radio, you've heard about it. Uh, Most of the news outlets have have heard about this, and we're going to start. We're going to cover that here in just a little bit. Um, Most of you all probably know what I'm talking about. But I want to tell you about a couple of things real quick. Uh, first off is our question of the day that is on there. What is one thing that you want to do at Epcot that you have never done? What is one thing that you want to do at Epcot that you've never done? So uh, just you know, shout it out. Type it in the comments. Don't just shout it out because I won't hear you. Uh, but type it in the comments and would love to hear from you and uh, kind of converse with you back and forth. As always, if you do have any um, specific comments, if you've got anything that you would like for me to cover, um, if there's something that you disagree with me on, um, please let me know. Uh, drop that in the comments. You know, share this thing with friends, with family, uh, your cousins, your barista at Starbucks, you know, your grocery bagger, whatever the case is. I would love to touch base with them and see if there's any way I could serve them as well. So uh, speaking of which, there is uh, something I want to tell you all about. It is a new uh, revamped website. So it's the website itself has probably been around about a year, um, but I've revamped it, tweaked it a little bit, added a few new things. Some of you may have seen earlier this week, um, I uh, created a little kind of promo video of sorts, more so uh, an intro into who I am um, and kind of my, a little kind of very miniature version of my own Disney story and travel story. Um, I've dropped that on my personal Facebook page, my business Facebook page, um, the which the link is there, uh, Travelmation. Uh, John Rogers specializing in, you know, travel destinations. That's only a click on that. You can find it that way. Or you can go to travelmationjohn.com. Uh, that's travelmationjohn.com. Um, a little window will pop up to add your email address in there if you want to if you want to join my email list and get some of our bonus travel tips that we don't cover during Travel Tip Tuesday Live. Uh, but also, if you go there, you can you can watch that kind of intro video, see a few iconic spots from around Disney parks, uh, and also hear a little bit about. Uh, kind of my philosophy of travel and how I can work with you and serve you better. You can click around in there. Uh, you can access the podcast version of this uh, if you wanted to. You can also uh, access the blog, which I haven't updated in a while. That's my fault and bad about that. I need to put in uh, a new one. Um, and uh, there's a little tab that says start planning. If you click on that, um, a couple of things will pop up. One, uh, current promotions, which is currently blank. I took all the older ones down because we're about to have a refresh. So those are no longer there, but I will be updating those soon. Um, but the other thing that's on there that's new is there is a link to what we call preferred vendors at Travelmation. So we have a bunch of awesome partner preferred v- preferred vendors. I've embedded Travelmation's main site in there. I got permission to do that. Um, and if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see uh, a bunch of those that are listed uh, there on that page. So um, if you have any questions about travel, please, please, please uh, dive in. Let me know how I can serve you. But again, tonight's content is all about Epcot as we continue on. We might do one more week of Epcot and then we might cover 
Um, we might cover something else that's going on out there in the Disney verse, as it were. As it were. So again, please like this, share it, uh, let me know what you think, leave me a review on Apple Podcast uh, if that's how you're listening, or if you if or if you're not, just leave me a review there anyway. Go there. I uh, would love to be able to touch base with you that way, and that will get this in front of more people. Uh, currently, this is not sponsored in any way. It is just a labor of love. I love being able to serve people uh, and, and putting this content out there to help folks. So uh, we're taking a look tonight at some Disney news and also some uh, some of the detailed and wonderful parts of the Pavilion of Germany at Epcot World Showcase. Uh, so there are a lot of people that are out there right now that are asking, is it worth going to Epcot? Uh, I even saw a comment uh, earlier on on something that I posted. I left it there because you know I'm not gonna like censor people. You know, again, if they disagree with me, you know, whatever the case is, feel free to do that. Uh, There's some people there that don't think it's worth going to Epcot right now. The the uh, the what is it? The my mind just went blank. The Festival of Arts. So the International Festival of the Arts just ended uh, at Epcot like maybe a day or so ago. Um, and they're kind of in the process of bringing out some of the topiaries and refreshing some of the food carts um, and other different things, setting up other things for the Flower and Garden Festival that will be starting um, fairly soon, you know, as we kind of dip in towards spring and, you know, the bite of winter sort of starts to end, um, which is, you know, last all five minutes in Central Florida. Um, but, you know, those, they're, they're bringing out new things. But I really think it's worth going to Epcot. I don't think it's worth skipping. You know, even when like some of these festivals are not going on, the food is amazing. There's some incredible attractions there that you will not see uh, in other parts of Walt Disney World that you will not see uh, even in other parks around around the country, uh, like Frozen Ever After, uh, like Soren, uh, which some people love Soren, some people hate Soren. Just here's a hack for you: if you go on Soren, make sure you sit towards the middle. Uh, you will thank me later. Uh, if you do that, uh, the Living Seas Pavilion, I love that place. Uh, Spaceship Earth, by the way, so speaking of Disney news, Spaceship Earth will be going under refurbishment as of May 26th. So if you want to, as my friend David Dollar says on his Magic on a Dollar podcast, uh, if you want to thank a Phoenician, make sure you uh, check out Spaceship Earth, which is the giant golf ball. Uh, that a lot of people call it, the icon for Epcot. If you want to go on that ride, make sure you do that before May 26th because it's going to be going down for refurbishment for a while. They're going to be updating it, adding in some new technology. Uh, they even teased a little bit today that they're going to take that iconic Egyptian scene, you know, where we have our Phoenician friends, and they're going to expand that, and they're going to add uh, a lot more to it. They're going to, you know, add in different lighting, sound, video techniques, and sort of refresh it. That particular attraction has been basically the same way uh, almost since that particular park opened. Uh, so, you know, it's looking forward to having that refreshed and looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. Uh, you know, somebody asked me earlier today, how, how long do you think it's going to be down? Um, in, in my personal opinion, and this connects, this is, again, speculation. Uh, my personal opinion is that it will be under refurbishment um, and, and done, hopefully completed, by the time uh, Bob Iger has officially transitioned out of the Walt Disney Company completely. Uh, so he has been a champion for creativity, a champion for, um, for, for the Imagineers to expand their footprint um, in, into a number of different ways to acquire intellectual properties uh, like uh, Star Wars to kind of healing the relationship that 
that Disney had with Pixar and, and a number of different things. He's done a lot for the company uh, to, to expand uh, kind of their horizons and acquire things and, and really pushing parks uh, a lot. So a uh, big fan of him, but he's transitioning out of his role as chairman and CEO, president of the company, um, to more of a, a chief sort of creative um, officer role. So he will still be working very closely with uh, Imagineers, I think for about the next a uh, couple of years or so uh, that he has as far as remaining on his con on his contract. Uh, so looking forward to seeing how that fleshes out. And because I think he has this sort of time frame left, there are all these projects right now that are ongoing that were started under his purview, um, like uh, the, the Space 220 restaurant at Epcot, uh, the new one that's not quite open yet that should be open soon, like um, the new Guardians of the Galaxy attraction uh, at Epcot, uh, like the Remy's Ratatouille Adventure that's over at Epcot, uh, you know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge stuff that was completed over the past year. Um, you know, the whole kind of revamped uh, sort of front entrance of Epcot that's been going on. Uh, so a lot of Epcot stuff that's still to kind of, you know, sort of, sort of finish up. Um, and I think most of these things, most of these things, the Tron Coaster over at Magic Kingdom, I think most of these things should be done by the time Bob Iger transitions out. So... Uh, that's my little Disney news bit for today. I don't have a fun little cheesy theme song for it. Um, you know, that's just kind of me doing that little bit for you today because I want people to keep up to date. You know, is this going to affect the parks, attractions, closures, anything like that? You know, I don't really think so. I mean, because Disney is going to do hit, do their thing and they're going to do it well. Uh, they're the number one theme park destination in the world for a reason and they're going to stay that way. Uh, people are going to keep coming. Um, and it's a great place to go for a vacation. So they're going to constantly, constantly, you know, innovate. Um, they, they set the standard for how people innovate. Uh, have all sorts of books and trainings and you know Disney University things that are out there. Uh, there's a really good book, by the way. If you want to get like, if if you want to dig down, this is total not travel tips Tuesday. I hadn't planned to talk about this. If you want to dig deck, dig down into the sort of ethos the sort of mindset of disney and how they pursue excellence in their world uh go pull up a little book called be our guest um, it is an official disney institute book um, and it is a great book to go through it's on amazon audible uh if you're like me you don't like reading hardback books that much and you like listening to them so you can check that out so let's get down to our content again question of the day and i see some of you have dropped some answers in the comments and we'll scroll back those and look at those in just a minute uh, question of the day is, what is one thing you want to do at Epcot that you have never done? What is one thing that you want to do at Epcot that you have never done? So for me, uh, that would be go to some of the dining establishments in Germany. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about that here in just a second. Um, I've had real German food in Germany many years ago, uh, and it was delicious. Not a big fan of sauerkraut. Love bratwurst. That's pretty good. Uh, and they're known for some, you know, other types of foods and things that are out there that are kind of more specific uh, to Germany. You can get some of those um, that are more uh, kind of central to the Bavarian area uh, of Germany, um, you know, at, at the Epcot Pavilion. So um, the Germany Pavilion uh, focuses in on this wonderful country that is full of storytelling, delicious food, an amazing detail. It invites you in to experience an immersive cultural uh, cultural world. So we're going to dive into Epcot uh, and the World Showcase Pavilion of Germany tonight. So dining. Let's talk about dining there. The Beer Garden Restaurant. So this is kind of the, I don't know, you could probably call it the iconic 
uh, restaurant for the Germany Pavilion if you wanted to, the Biergarten restaurant. They've got a lot of different uh, foods available that are that are there available for you. Um, you are transported to a traditional Bavarian village as you feast on German fare to the oompa beat of a lively band. So there's lots of music, lots of live music in and around the Germany Pavilion. Um, and a lot of great food to enjoy for sure. And next is Summerfest, which where you will dine on Dutch delicacies and walk up at the walk-up eatery at World Showcase, like bratwurst, frankfurters uh, with sauerkraut, uh, also Bavarian apple strudel, black forest cake, uh, and other German flavors of drinks. So, um, <laughs> yes, Justif says with tubas, there are plenty of tubas. For sure, and they're not like a hundred of them or anything, but you'll you'll get the flavor uh, of it for sure. So uh, it, it's a wonderful environment. It's a lot of fun. The food is good. It smells good. The detail uh, in this particular pavilion is really great, um, and it's set up very well. It's very easy to get in and out of. So big fan of it. And then the third thing that I'm going to mention on dining is not really like a table service or a quick service. It's more of a I don't know. It's kind of more of a quick service snack option. And this is a one of the places that I will at least walk through. I may not even get anything from this particular place, but I will make a point of walking through it because, oh my goodness, the smells are absolutely wonderful. So people talk about how great the Main Street Bakery on Main Street USA and Magic Kingdom smells. This place is probably like number two on my list of smells, which is like a weird thing that's kind of its own topic. Um, on a list of smells th for all of for all of Walt Disney World, um, and that is the caramel kook. I don't know how to sell this. It's spelled. I don't know how to say this. Uh, it's spelled K A R E M E L L E dash K U C H. Basically, it's a place that features caramel, um, featuring Werther's original caramel specifically, where you can get dipped marshmallows, apples. You can even get caramel s'mores if you want. Various kinds of chocolates that are. Um, that are you know mixed with this caramel, some that just have you know sea salt sprinkled on them, uh, and all sorts of other amazing, delicious treats. So, uh, definitely a place you want to check out. Again, it's kind of right there in the Germany Pavilion. You'll just follow your nose, it will lead you straight there, uh, and you will be glad you at least just walked in there and just sort of breathed it in a little bit. If you're on a diet, just go in there and breathe it in, and you know, free calories and you know, go on out. <laughs> Um, the next thing that we're going to talk about are attractions. So people, you know, will sometimes ask, well, what attractions are there in Germany? What is there to do? Like, aside from just shopping and eating, what can I do at Germany? And there are a few things to check out. There aren't any quote-unquote rides, per se, uh, where you get in a vehicle and you're moving around doing something, but there are some things to do. The first thing is this. We already mentioned um, live music. There is a uh, polka band there called Born to Polka. How great is that? Born to Polka is a live music band. They play music throughout the day. They've got their own little, um, I don't know, their own little uh, little nook that's sort of carved out for them. Their own little stage uh, that's kind of off the side. Um, that they sound great. They're a lot of fun. They great. They engage the audience really well. You'll always find people watching them. Uh, the next thing is this. We've talked about this the past couple of weeks. Uh, is the Kid Cot Fun Stop again? 
Kid Cot Fun Stop. And that is an area where, you know, again, children can basically go um, to the different pavilions around World Showcase uh, and talk to a cast member that is from um, that particular country, learn more about, you know, their language, their culture. There's usually some sort of little activity for them to do. Um, and it's, it's got some educational value to it, but it's also fun. I mean, the, the cast members that are, that are there doing this, Disney just doesn't pull anybody. I mean, they engage with the people very well, uh, especially children. Um, they're a lot of fun to, to talk to, to interact with. You'll hear them laughing. Uh, you might see them drawing something. You might see them putting something together, uh, coloring something, whatever. But it's 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 a lot of fun. So definitely check that out if you've got younger children. If you're looking for something to do uh, at Epcot to give you to kind of slow down the pace a little bit, um, check out the Kidcot Fun Stops uh, at the World Showcase Countries. It'll be great. Uh, and then also, of course, what would Germany be without our dearly beloved? Uh, Snow White. So yes, you can meet Snow White uh, at the Germany Pavilion. Um, she's there throughout the day. Uh, there's a Disney Photo Pass photographer there to get your picture with her. Um, and Snow White at the Germany Pavilion is excellent. She does a great job interacting with uh, the guests that come up. And I would definitely recommend that uh, as a stop for you folks that and your children that love uh, the Disney princesses. Uh, and even the grown-up kids out there, some of you that, that love them too. So um, Snow White is a, is a great stop to make, great character to interact with. So she does a really good job as far as, far as like staying in character and stuff. Um, the next thing that we're going to talk about, so we talked about dining, we talked about attractions. Uh, now we're going to talk about shopping and hidden gems. So shopping and hidden gems. So I actually had to stop uh, on this point. Uh, because there's so many different things. There's a lot of little, like, sort, sort of smaller things to do uh, in the Germany Pavilion. And I'm just going to cover uh, a few of them. And again, some of these are German words. And I don't speak German. I'm going to do the best job I can tonight to pronounce them. I may have to spell them out like I already did. Um, so please bear with me <laughs> on that. Um, and feel free to laugh uh, at me if you want um, in your own privacy. Or out loud. Doesn't matter. Uh, won't bother me. So the first thing is Dare Teddy Bear. So it's actually spelled D-E-R-T-E-D-D-Y-B-A-R, uh, where you can browse uniquely German teddy bears, toys, and gifts. Uh, Rapunzel and Snow White also represent their homeland there very well with uh, different kinds of dolls and trinkets and, uh, of course, you know, kind of... Uh, character and you know Epcot imprinted things that you can pick up in that particular shop. Uh, again, as as the case with most of the countries uh, around the Epcot, most of the country pavilions around the World Showcase Lagoon, uh, most of them will have shops that are kind of linked uh, to each other. Uh, Germany is no exception to this. Uh, so again, the first one is Der Teddy Bear. Uh, the next one is Volkunst, which I think that's how you pronounce that. That's actually where the Kid Cot Fun Stop is. You can say that a hundred times fast if you want. Uh, you know, I'll give you a cookie or something if you can. I don't know. But Volkunst uh, is a place where you can just get some gifts. Um, and it's also where you can get some housewares, uh, various other sorts of trinkets, and find that awesome cast member to talk to that we tell you all about, uh, all about Germany. The next one is Das Kaffhaus, uh, which is where you can find athletic clothing focused mostly on soccer uh, from brands like Puma. So a lot of these countries, again, will have brands that are representative, kind of just generally speaking, um, you know, brands that, that are name brands that people will know, some that are a little bit lesser known, but, you know, things that people are familiar with that feel safe enough to buy. Um, 
So, um, like, I think um, Norway had some, um, they had some outdoor clothing that was very common that a lot of people would know. Um, and here we have at uh, Das Kaufhaus in Germany, um, brands like Puma are represented. So, that's an option for you. The next place I want to talk about uh, in Germany, as far as kind of shopping goes, is the Steinhaus. It's exactly what it sounds like. Where you can find Steins, t-shirts, and more. It's right next to the Christmas shop. Uh, in the pavilion. You're probably thinking there's a Christmas shop in Germany. What in the world? Well, yeah, of course there's going to be a Christmas shop in Germany. Um, it's a great place to go and kind of, you know, find some great little holiday items for your Christmas tree if you're looking for an ornament. Um, there's some Germany-specific uh, Christmas merchandise. I don't think it's year-round. I'm pretty sure it's just seasonal when the International Festival of the Holidays is going on. Um, but there's some Germany-specific merchandise that is available there. Um, not every country has uh, kind of specific sort of branded country merchandise. So this is a little hack for you. Um, a lot of it's really neat. They've got ornaments, shirts, you know, scarves, all sorts of awesome things that come out around the holidays. It's there. Um, great little things to pick up to make your trip extra special. And also in Germany, there are a couple of places where these are this particular pavilion uh, where you can find hidden Mickeys. So this is one thing we haven't mentioned in a little while. So look for those hidden Mickeys all around the park. But there are two very specific places uh, in the Germany Pavilion where you can find hidden Mickeys. And you can use Google to help you if you want. There's also some official books out there that catalog some of them. Uh, if you don't know what hidden Mickeys are, basically it's, it's anywhere uh, around property where Imagineers have taken... Uh, it could be in a park, could be in a hotel, could be in a restaurant, could be in a bathroom, could be in the line of an attraction, uh, in a number of different places. It could be even in like a video portion of something. There are hidden Mickeys uh, that are located even in movies like Frozen. Um, and there are a lot of hidden Mickeys in other sort of Disney films and Pixar films and whatnot. So, um, yeah. So uh, you'll be able to look out for hidden Mickeys. So there are a lot of other things you could check out in Germany. Again, it's a great country to sort of take your time and browse through. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of really neat things to see. So I'm going to scroll back. I see a lot of people commenting here, which is awesome. I love it. Um, and here we go. So Diana saying, eat all the things. So she's responding to my question of the day. What is one thing that you want to do at Epcot that you've never done? Eat all the things. I've never been, but my understanding is when you go to Epcot, that's what you do. You eat, and you are absolutely right, Diana. There are a lot of amazing restaurants at Epcot. I have come nowhere close to eating at all of them. I could tell you some of my favorites later on um, if, you're, if you would like to know. Um, Alicia says, regarding the question of the day, try school bread. Although, don't think it will be my fave. Try caramels in Germany. Try the honeycomb crunch. Uh, there's a bunch of other awesome things. Megan Massey says, I finally made time to see the American Adventure show last fall uh, that had been on my bucket list. So it is a great show, Megan, for sure. Um, there's one thing that I've never done at um, at the American Pavilion either. So there's some, I've seen that particular show, but not, there's some other stuff. But anyway, um, Diana and Leach are saying hi to each other. So that's really, really sweet. Jeff loves his tubas. All right. Yeah, so a lot of different comments on here. Pickle ornaments. Glass, yeah, actually glass blowing. So the glass blowers, that's another thing, again, that I didn't leave off the list intentionally. Um, but the glass blowers um, are not, you know, always up doing their things, but sometimes they are. And it's a really neat craft to see. If you've ever seen it in person, um, it's really awesome. You know, let's say if they've got little barriers and stuff for you to stay in behind, but it can be really neat to see that. So. 
Um, if you've got any questions at all about Epcot, about Walt Disney World, about travel in general, I would love to talk to you more about them. I don't charge anything at all for my planning, uh, travel planning services. Uh, when you book a package through me, um, you know, there's a lot of great places to go to get your travel planning services. But um, I will be the ace in, in the hall. I will be the expert in your back pocket. And, you know, on demand, you can text me. You will have my phone number. You can text me. You can call if you want. You can email, Facebook message me. Um, I will make sure that uh, make sure that I serve you well. You know, I take time to get to know you, uh, your group's needs, whether it is just you going solo, whether you're going, you know, as a couple to celebrate something or a family um, or a multifamily trip where you're going to be in different, you know, multiple rooms or whatever the case is, uh, I will make sure that I take very care and special attention to you and your family get to know you all. We also uh, work with cruising, uh, land tours, all-inclusives, a number of different experiences, anything that you can imagine, even uh, a new service that we actually offer that I didn't know that we could work with, uh, or bike tours. So if you're if you are a big fan of cycling, but you love and you love to see different places, you love to travel, you know, on two wheels uh, and be in nature, but you like to have that sort of inclusive element where uh, your tour spots, your hotels, your food, all that kind of stuff is taken care of, um, but you want to tour around and see it all on a bike, we can do that for you. Uh, we can book ski trips. We can book trips to Hawaii. So a number of different things. And again, our travel planning services are always going to be complimentary for you uh, when you book a package through us. So um, if you do want to book a large group trip, those work a little bit differently, but we can still do those. I actually love working with large groups. Many of you know that are watching this. I uh, worked with an amazing group of ladies uh, back in January that went on a seven-day cruise with Royal Caribbean uh, out of New Orleans. Uh, so happy Fat Tuesday, by the way, everybody. Um, so I hope you've had an awesome day talking about eating food. So this is, you know, great. Um, so uh, again, if you've got any questions about travel planning, we'd love to talk about that. Travel Nation is awesome. We've got a lot of great, amazing experts that are part of our team. And it's a great community to be a part of. So thank you all so much for tuning in to Travel Tips Tuesday. As always, this is a lot of fun. Feel free to message me. Drop something in the comments later on. If you're listening to podcasts, uh, feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, and I would love to get in touch with you. So thanks again so much for joining in. And we will see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.